Are you a current or future physician assistant wanting to learn more about finances? Then join me on this journey to become a PA the FI way. Hi, my name is Kat, and I'm a practicing certified physician assistant who will be your host. It took me five years after I started practicing medicine as a PA to thoroughly dive into my personal finances after I discovered the concept of financial independence. I want to use what I have learned to help you avoid some of the financial mistakes that I have made while sharing some of the financial wins that I have had along the way. Join me as we discuss financial strategies to guide you to becoming a physician assistant on the way to financial independence. Welcome back to the PA the FI Way podcast. I'm your host, Kat, and thanks so much for taking this time out of your day to learn a little bit more about finances and investing for your future. On the last PA the FI Way podcast episode, my husband Brian was able to join me, and I really appreciate those of you who took the time out of your day to send me a message on social media or texting or email saying that you enjoyed the episode and found it helpful and perhaps that you learned some tips in trying to communicate about finances with your spouse or significant other. Coming up right around the corner is Mother's Day on May 14th. So here's your friendly reminder to think about the moms in your life that you want to celebrate for Mother's Day and think about if you need to get them any certain gifts or arrange for any types of experience or meal with them. You have some time to put things into place and organize those things. But with Mother's Day coming up right around the corner, I thought a excellent topic for today's episode to talk about would be the different reasons why women are typically better investors than men. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about five different reasons why that's the case. And I think this is a really important conversation, not to look down on men by any means who are investors or our husbands or life partners but rather to help empower women to understand that once they get the knowledge and feel less overwhelmed and overcome the hurdle that comes with investing your money initially, you will very likely be an excellent investor. And I want to first talk about how it is so common for women to feel intimidated and overwhelmed by investing in finances in general. And I know this firsthand because I used to be one of them. In fact, I also used to have a subconscious bias as a new grad PA and a new wife to my husband that I talked about a little bit with him during our last episode about how I thought that he would be the person to handle all of the finances in our relationship because he was the one that was physically writing the checks to pay the bills. He had a house by the time that we got married, so he was already paying a mortgage for the house that he lived in. He was already paying the utility bills that came along with the homeownership. So with my thought process, for some reason, as a naive 24-year-old back in the day, my mind thought that he would just handle our finances in general. And this thought process right now, to me, is just super laughable and sadly included an underlying subconscious gender bias that I used to have at the time that I did not need to learn about finances. I just needed to be the one to earn the money. Once the money came in, I did not need to manage it or deal with it. I thought he had it under control. But as you probably gleaned or learned from our conversation in the last episode, we definitely have different 
thinking and mindsets and viewpoints when it comes to finances. And my dear husband, I love him so much, but he's not a planner at all. So thinking about and managing finances often entails planning and organization, which some people just have better innate qualities to do those things than other people. Whereas his skills in life are that he can live in the moment and enjoy the present so much more because of not having to think or worry so much about the future. And he's super mechanical and can fix anything, which is something that I certainly cannot do. So this is your gentle, friendly reminder that if both of you can learn about finances, wonderful. But if not, try to think about who has the interest in it in your relationship and who can step up to the plate and learn the general basic concepts. At least take the lead on it so that the two of you can eventually get on the same page and learn where you want to go for your future. So let's rewind a few years ago, actually about four years now. I was five years into my career as a PA, and my friend's husband introduced me to the concept of travel hacking, which then led me to learn about financial independence through the Choose FI podcast. I admittedly went down the rabbit hole and binge listened to all of the episodes as well as read many books about FI. With all of this research and education, I was the one in our relationship that became hooked on the concept of financial independence and had the interest in becoming more financially literate. The knowledge empowered me to want to take a hold of our finances together and figure out how to invest more into our retirement accounts through work, how to choose which index funds to invest in, how to invest through HSAs, and how to open our own Roth IRAs. Through this whole process, I had also heard that women do tend to be better investors than men overall, which definitely piqued my interest. Is this really true? And if so, what types of characteristics do women have in general that tend to help them be better investors overall? And before we get into those five reasons that we're going to talk about today, I want to first point out that this is not accurate to generalize that all women are better investors than all men or vice versa. Obviously, different innate traits, personalities, mentalities all play a role, no matter who we're talking about. It is important to note that the individual investor's success depends upon a variety of factors, such as their financial knowledge, risk tolerance, and investment strategy. But let's talk about five potential reasons why some studies have suggested that women may be more successful investors than men. The first is lower risk tolerance. Some studies have found that women tend to have a lower risk tolerance than men, which could potentially lead to more conservative investment decisions that may be less likely to result in significant losses of their money. This means that women are less likely to quote unquote gamble with their investment money by investing in risky investments, such as individual stocks or the hot stock to invest in or the new and shiny thing to invest in. Instead, women tend to invest their money in traditional investments with good track records. The second reason why women tend to be great investors is because they have longer term focus and patience. Women may also be more likely to take a longer term view of their investments, which can be beneficial in building wealth over time. The best thing that helps investments grow is time to allow compound interest to work its magic. 
The longer you can keep your money in the market, the chance of losing money decreases significantly. That's why we're all about the set it and forget it approach. Some of them may tend to try to invest for only a few months or a few years, which makes the chance of losing money higher. Men generally also trade more frequently, which means buy and sell their stocks or other investments more often instead of just set it and forget it. The third reason is research-oriented approach. Some studies have found that women tend to be more diligent researchers when it comes to investing, which can help them make more informed decisions. Women tend to learn the quote why and the how behind investing. Men tend to invest in the latest new asset class that everyone is talking about compared to women. Sure, some of the new investments could pay off for a few people, but in general, it helps to research and use discipline when purchasing investments instead of just following the latest craze when it comes to investing. The fourth reason is that women tend to favor diversity. So women can often favor a diversified investment portfolio instead of only picking their favorite stocks or the latest investment craze. They understand the importance not to put all of their eggs into one basket, but to spread them out and maybe some of their investments do really well and some of them don't do so well, but they're all spread about to help lessen the risk overall. And the fifth and final reason why women may be better investors is that they can often have more humility and willingness to ask for help. Many men, certainly not all, tend to have things like overconfidence or larger egos than some women when it comes to investing. Again, very generalized statement, and certainly not all men out there, but some of them can be like that, especially those investment bros that you hear about. They think that they know more than what they actually do, and they also think that they can outperform or beat the market. They also don't tend to like to ask for help when they don't understand or know something. For example, you might know a guy out there who in general doesn't like to ask for driving directions if he's lost or read the instructions on how to assemble something and just throws it in the garbage right away or sets it aside and forgets it while putting something together. In general, a lot of women aren't very confident investors, which I'm trying to change through this podcast and through my blog and through my coaching services. And women are willing to recognize when they don't know something, and ask for help when needed. So those were the five reasons why once women have the knowledge and confidence and take that first step of action to start investing, they tend to do super well overall and earn more money and build their wealth for themselves and their family, including their children over time. It's important to note that these are generalizations, and that individual investors' success depends upon a variety of factors. Remember that it's important for all investors to educate themselves about investing, to develop a well-thought-out investment strategy, and to regularly review and adjust their portfolio and strategy as needed. It is my hope, though, that this episode gives you the confidence to feel empowered as a woman, to learn about investing, so you can help you and your spouse or significant other to reach financial independence in the future. Remember, you already have the traits and the smarts to be a good investor. If you are a PA or another healthcare professional out there listening to this podcast, 
you had to get through very rigorous schooling. So you are already smart enough to read and learn and understand these topics that can appear complex on the surface. But when you dive into it a little bit, you'll really understand that it really isn't that difficult to understand. And it feels really good to understand what is going on with your finances and how you want to build wealth over time and where to direct your money and learn what to invest in. If you have listened to a few of these podcast episodes or read some of my favorite financial independence books that I have linked on my website or even recently watched Ramit's Netflix series called How to Get Rich, which was really good to watch, and you feel as though you want a little bit extra support or guidance or feedback or accountability, I would be happy to explore if the two of us would be a good fit in working together. You could either message me on social media or you can send me an email to pathefiway at gmail.com. I offer 15-minute video calls or regular phone calls to discuss what your goals and questions are. And different topics that we could talk about are things like budgeting, which I talked about in my most recent PA the FIWA newsletter called PA Money Script, which you can subscribe to on my website as well. In addition to budgeting, we could talk about your financial goals, how to cut back on your costs to free up money to spend on what brings you joy in life, discuss the different types of investment accounts that you might have access to, as well as career topics. So for example, how to prepare for an interview. I recently had a coaching session with a PA who has a lot of anxiety surrounding interviewing, and she wanted to discuss tips and strategies for interviewing, but then also do a mock interview to get additional feedback. So I'm happy to help you with that, as well as how to negotiate your worth if you were to get a job offer. And then if you are going through burnout, having sessions to discuss how to mitigate and get out of that burnout would be something that we could talk about as well. I hope that this episode resonated with you out there, whether you are a woman practicing in medicine, a PA mom, or whether you are the husband or a spouse to an amazing woman in your life that you want to help encourage them to invest. You could share this episode with them to help build up their confidence a little bit more when it comes to investing and empower them to learn how to build their wealth for the future. I'm also looking forward to packing soon for leaving for Nashville to head to AAPA the end of this month. So if you're going to be in AAPA and see me there, definitely please say hi. I'd be so excited to meet with you and talk with you a little bit. Otherwise, I'll see you back here soon. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope that you decide to continue to join me along this journey of becoming a PA the FI way. Please take a moment to press the subscribe button on the platform that you are listening to this on. But more importantly, consider sharing with another current or future PA that could benefit from the information that we reviewed in this episode. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Until next time.